0: This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 66 How to Create Energizing Relationships. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Welcome to today's show. Today we're going to be talking about relationships. I haven't done a show that's solely focused on this topic yet. And I wanted to teach you some of the things that I have learned through life coaching and how it's completely revolutionized my relationships from with my kids, my husband, my family, my friends. It has taken the stress out of so many relationships because of how I've cleaned up my thinking around these relationships. And the reason I want to bring this to the podcast, the get your energy back podcast, is so that you can start to take ownership of what is yours and release what never was yours. Because as people that tend to experience chronic fatigue, one of the personality traits of people that experience this is that we tend to take over responsibility for things that are not within our control. It's where the people-pleasing fear response comes up too. We try to make other people happy so that we feel like we can finally be happy. But the problem with that is that you don't actually make other people happy and you make yourself a more watered-down version of yourself. You're not being true to you. So I want to share what I've learned about relationships and how it can help you to bring more energy to your life and your relationships and just more enjoyment. I think that one of the most important things to remember is that as as a species, as humans, we are wired for connection and belonging. We really do want to be the part of a pack, be a part of, of the group. And sometimes when you don't feel like you're part of the group, it can feel very isolating. It can feel very lonely. And I don't want you to have to feel like that. There are other options. So we're going to talk about first the three components that make up a relationship, just like I was trained in. And then I'm also going to share three ways to help you energize your relationships today. So very first thing, these components of relationship, it comes down to three things. The first thing is what they think of me, whatever the person you're thinking of. Think about somebody that you have a relationship. First part of it is what they think of me. The second part is what I think of them. And then the third component is what I think of me in relation to them. Like when I'm around them, how do I feel about myself? What do I think about me? Okay. So like I said, as humans, we are wanting to always be connected and feel belonging with each other. And part of that is because we're so hardwired that way. I mean, it was literally survival. If you weren't in a group of humans in the past, then you wouldn't be able to survive. So it's really important biologically and from a survival perspective that other people liked you. Otherwise, you might be shunned for the group and that would cause your survival to be in jeopardy. Now, it's not as dire in our society and our culture now But those survival instincts are still really present. So we get really caught up in what other people think of us. Think about it. Like, that's probably what you spend most of your time in relationships worrying about is what do they think of me? I know even in my own relationship with my husband, I will find him doing something. I'll even give you an example this week. Sorry, honey. (laughs) But he got sick this week. And he'd been having symptoms for a few days, and I didn't know because he hadn't said anything. And so when he finally told me, hey, I I asked him, how are you doing? And he told me that he was feeling sick and found out that he actually was really sick. I started to think, oh, he didn't tell me this. He must think that I don't care about him. So I caught on to it because I've done this work for a long time. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking that he doesn't think that I'm a good wife to be able to tell like if he's not feeling well, like there's something wrong with me was basically what I was thinking. This is where we get caught up a lot in the relationship is when other people do things or don't do things, say things in conversation or don't say things, you make it mean something about you. You extrapolate from those circumstances what they think about you. And most of the time you're wrong because I did go back to my husband and I said, hey, I just wanted to make a request. If you're feeling sick, can you tell me? Because when you didn't tell me, I started to think that you didn't think that I cared about you. And he's like, uh, yeah, I know that you care about me, but our brains go about creating these wild stories. And so it's just like, hey, next time, can you make sure to tell me? Because sometimes I don't ask if you're feeling sick if I don't know you're sick. <laughs> so, and he was like, awesome. So thanks, babe. All right. So second piece of relationship is what I think of them. And the what they think of me, like I said, that is with is not in your control, what other people think of you. I know this because I have four children and I've tried to tell them what to think and they still think whatever they want to think. <laughs> So we can influence and we can guide, but at the end of the day, people are entitled to their own opinions and it doesn't mean anything about you. It says more about them. Uh, Jody Moore has this great analogy. She said that, you know, look around where you uh, have been, like where you have a lot of people around you. Like if you have, if you're in a school or your work or church, just at a place with a lot of people, there's probably people that know you and like you. There's probably people that know you and don't like you, and there's probably people that don't even know about you. And if their thoughts were dependent on you, then all three of those people would have the same exact opinion of you, but they don't. So it doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with their situation, their preferences, whatever is going on for them personally. That's why they think of you however they do doesn't have to do anything with you. It has to do with them. And they're entitled to their opinion. My my life coach, Brooke Castillo, always says, you could be the juiciest peach. And somebody could just not like peaches. There's nothing wrong with peaches. They just don't like peaches. Okay. So that's the part you don't have control over is what other people think of you. And you also don't have control over knowing what other people think of you. But the second two pieces of a relationship, you absolutely have all of the control. This is where you have your power and you can take power over these two components. The first one being what you think of the other person. You can choose all day long what you want to think of them. And the second one being, uh, well, the third component of the relationship, but second that you have control over is what you think of you in relation to another person. Okay, so if you have what you would consider a challenging relationship, or you're in a relationship with somebody that you don't enjoy being in a relationship with, what are you thinking about them? Is there judgment? Is there condemnation? What, what is it that you don't like? Because when you're in a judgment state, usually you don't like how you're showing up around them too. So when you think about how you feel around them, you might not like that. The good news is that people can stay the same in a relationship. The other person can, even if you are the only one that changes what you're thinking in the relationship, it can change the whole dynamic and that person can stay the same. This is even true after people die. This is so wild to me. I had a friend that she had a good relationship with her grandpa. She really loved him and he passed away a few years ago but there was like pieces of their relationship that were not the best. And she just felt like other grandkids were maybe the favorite and maybe it wasn't her. And maybe he didn't really like her that much. And then she just told me a story recently where she went and looked through the safety deposit box with her dad going through her grandfather's things. And she opened up the safety deposit box and inside of it, the thing that her grandfather had held most dear and like dear to his heart, inside it when they unlocked it and opened it up was a box full of drawings and letters from his grandkids and her. And even though he's passed away, she was able to change what she thought about him. She was able to change and be like, whoa, he really did love me. He has this special letter from me that he saved that was in his prized possessions. And he's passed away. He's, he's staying the same. He never changed, but her relationship with him changed because she, uh, because she got more information and she chose to change what she thought about him. And she can go back and think about all the interactions that she had with him and think about how she feels now. Now with all the interactions that she had with him previously. So it's really, really cool work to do. Now, the problem comes when you give away your energy because you are so focused on what other people think of you, and it brings you to a fear state, a scarcity state, an escalated nervous system state. Anytime you're feeling frustrated with how somebody thinks about you, you're feeling annoyed, you're feeling hurt, you're feeling... Um, any kind of fear around it, of course, it's going to feel like a terrible relationship. Not because of what they are or aren't doing, but because of what you are making it mean about you. Now, I'm going to give you three ways to help with creating energizing relationships. And this doesn't mean that like anything goes and anybody gets to treat you however they want to. That's not what I mean. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But this is where coaching comes in and is so imperative, and is so helpful to be able to get an outside perspective to see that really people's actions are neutral. They are the facts and you get to decide what to believe about the facts. That's where all of your power always is. And when you're in an aligned nervous system state, that's when you get to do that fun thought work and play around with things in order to create more energy in the direction you want it to go in all of your relationships. Okay. So the very first thing for energizing your relationship is to decide on the fuel you want in your relationship because your thinking is within your control and your power Your thinking creates your feelings. So what emotions do you want to bring to your relationships? For me, love is always my go-to. Love is always the first one. If I can't love them, I know that I can love me first. But also, I love to bring amusement and enjoyment and fulfillment and any of those other fun-feeling emotions I create that by what I'm thinking. Like, she's really funny. I really like to be around her. Or I love how caring she is. And I just, I'm a better person when I'm around her. Those are thoughts. Those are not circumstances. But that's what I've chosen to think around, a person. So, which also goes into step, to step two for creating energizing relationships, which is to let go of or set boundaries with taxing relationships. If you have a relationship that is even borderline abusive or any of those things, we need to set some boundaries. And even if it's not abusive, uh, I'm trying to think of what book I was reading. There's a book, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes if I can remember, but it talks about energy vampires. Like if you are in a relationship with somebody and it feels like they just continually keep sucking your energy where there's not an even exchange, and and sometimes people go through hard things. I'm not saying just like, just dump somebody because they're going through something challenging. But when it's a pe- perpetual pattern of behavior and you've talked about, oh, I know where it came from. Well, at least she talked about it in the boundaries book by Melissa Urban that I read recently, set some really healthy boundaries for yourself to protect your energy Boundaries are always about protecting yourself. So, either set those boundaries, which you can go like you can go read that book or we can talk about boundaries in another podcast episode. Set those boundaries of what you will do if they do something. You're not telling them what to do. You're just request making a request and telling them what you will do if that request is violated. Or just release those relationships. Some of them they, they, they've, they have finished their course or they're going to come back around later, but just let them go. Because when you are grasping so tightly onto something, people pleasing your way through it and trying to fit into the mold of whatever you think that they need you to be, that is the most taxing energy to be living in. And you're not giving yourself the kind consideration that you and your body needs, especially if you experience chronic fatigue. You want to be very mindful of where you are spending your energy. And if it's in relationships that are just always pulling, pulling, and never uh, even exchange, back and forth exchange, I'm not saying that relationships need to be transactional, but you know when it just feels like this is not in alignment with who I am anymore, be okay with starting to let go of those relationships, or to set boundaries to protect you and your energy. Okay. And then the third thing to create energizing relationships today is to decide who you will be and what success looks like. I have had lots of relationships where I felt like it wasn't very in alignment and I wanted to create something new and different. And it was as simple as deciding who I wanted to be in that relationship. What kind of a daughter I wanted to be, what kind of a daughter-in-law, what kind of a wife, what kind of a mother I wanted to be. Uh, when I very first got married, I was pretty young and I had kids starting pretty young. And I mistakenly, thankfully, before coaching, coaching helped, mistakenly thought that my kids were just an extension of me and that it was my responsibility to get them to do what I wanted to do to do the right things. hmm <laughs> All of you moms out there are laughing at me right now. I can feel myself laughing at me. I decided that I was going to be the mom who I loved my kids, no matter what. And that's what I would tell them all the time. I would say, do you know why I love you? And I'd say, because you're my son, because you're my daughter, and there's nothing you can do about it. I decided that I wanted to be a parent that exhibited unconditional love to my children and that they didn't have to earn it. That just their identity and relationship to me was enough that they would get infinite love for forever. I told them I hope that they would make good choices so that they would continue to have their freedoms and liberties that they wanted to and have really good consequences in their lives, but that they get to pick their experience and I'm just going to be there for them No matter what. And also, you get to decide what success in a relationship looks like for you. Sometimes success looks like seeing somebody once a year. Sometimes success looks like seeing them once a week. I have the best friend who actually schedules in friend time with me. And she's like, this time, this date, I'm going to see you. And she's been so intentional. So we know success looks like when we meet for once a week and we just talk about life, talk about everything, and just really connect with each other. I really value that relationship and that she has helped me to see that that's what success looks like in our relationship with each other. We're on the same page and it's really beautiful. And it's helped me to be able to decide who I want to be in that relationship and to just be myself and to have that connection that my soul desires. So just to recap really quick, the top three things that I recommend for, for creating energizing relationships that are going to pour into you are to decide ahead of time what is the fuel, the emotion that you want to create in your relationship, to let go or set boundaries on taxing relationships, and then to decide on who you will be and what success looks like in your relationship. So if you are having trouble with any relationship in your life and you find yourself going into this this freeze response or this decreased energy after you interact with somebody, I'd invite you to get on a coaching call with me. I would love to talk through uh, relationships with you in order to help you to get back that energy that you feel like maybe this relationship is stealing from you. And if it's just kind of nebulous and you don't know what that looks like, hop on a call with me. I'm happy to discuss that with you and help you to get your energy back. Have an amazing week and I'll see you later. Are you ready to welcome in vibrancy and energy into your life? Join me for a fatigue recovery call. We'll get on a call and I will share my three-step process for getting your energy back personalized, especially for you. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.